Chapter Two of Cats by the Way by Sarah E. Trueblood. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Lammy. A Lover's Leap. Christopher Columbus, or Lammy, was a huge tiger cat, and Christopher was strong in battle, with the wild look of his kind still stamped upon his features. Those cousins of the plains and jungles seemed to look forth from his great yellow eyes. But his other nature was equally strong, such loving devotion, such faithfulness to the end. Lambkin Pie, a Yankee term of endearment, but usually cut short to Lammy, was his pet name. Lammy lived in a closely built section of the city where the houses sidle up to each other in very friendly fashion. From his chosen perches upon high points, the cat naturally saw much of what transpired about him, and no one could wonder that in the course of time he fell desperately in love with the wife of his nearest neighbor. His own home folk cared for him and were proud of him, but the light in Harriet's eye went deep into his heart, and it was to her he turned for the gentle caress and tender word. She understood so well his inner being, not only his love-longings, but the demands of the physical. Her delicious tidbits tickled his palate, and thus was Lammy led astray. Naturally a reserved and dignified cat, there was one time in each day when he was in a flurry of anxiety and expectancy. This was the early morning when he first heard the unloosing and lifting of a sash behind the closed shutters of Harriet's home. At which window was she? He must be sure to get to the right one, and be ready to bound in the moment the shutters were opened. One Christmas morning he heard her not at the window, so prowled about until he spied her in the upstairs sitting-room, he being upon the balcony. With frantic howls he sought admittance through the window, then plunged and beat against the door with all the strength of his full-grown cathood. Harriet went to the door and calmly told him to descend from the balcony and go to the kitchen door, that she would be there in a moment. The cat quietly obeyed, and soon they had their embraces as usual, he taking his morning ride upon her shoulder to the gate. There the milk bottles were taken up, and soon after came the saucer of warm milk, not entirely shorn of its cream. Happy and satisfied, he then seated himself upon the hearth and superintended the preparation of breakfast. But his devotion did not end with a hearty meal. T'was Harriet's own dear self, after all. How he loved to lie across her bosom, her arms supporting him, his head and paws over her shoulder, always ready to go to those outstretched arms, and never ready to leave them for others. Such an invitation was usually acknowledged by a spiteful, discouraging little slap. His nights were spent at home, but his days were for her and hers. A friend who lived with her also received a share of his affection. Many times the final breakfast came from her hands. Then when through he would go with her to her rooms, knowing well that the comforts of the red leg, this was a portion of a piece of red flannel underclothing, would soon be his. Sometimes he was nervous and impatient until the bed was made and this article spread at the foot. But if there were a stretch of sunshine or a sprig of catnip to beguile the minutes, it was all right. Many delightful daydreams had Christopher upon his gay mattress, 
dreams of crisp young mice and tender birdlings or harriet with a bowl of steaming malted milk he so loved this beverage that at christmas time a small jar of the article was always found dangling from the limb of the tree this was labelled for lammy and old chris never forgot his big puss one of the family who was usually to be seen sitting listlessly here and there was kate a very large old-fashioned doll baby she could wear the dresses of a three-year-old and had quite a voluminous lap for a dolly one day lammy slept three hours long on this cold unresponsive lap he first twisted and turned around and around cat fashion then looked up into her face and finally licked her rosy cheeks but receiving no answering caress settled down and was soon lost in slumber the nap which caused the poor cat the most distress was his fly-paper nap it did very well while he slept but when he got up he soon came to the conclusion that he did not care for such a hug-me-tight overcoat so he dashed madly and recklessly about until part of it was jerked from him along with some hairs then he sat down and licked at the rest the end of it all was a desperately sick cat lammy had no love whatever for other cats he seldom condescended to take much notice of them but one day he saw a cat tiptoeing along the board fence with such an own-it-all air that it aroused the war spirit within him and said he between his teeth i shall settle that cat once and for all as my name is christopher the cat had not seen him so he clambered up towards the top of the fence then flattened himself as a hide against the boards clutching the top with one paw only there he waited and the unsuspecting came on step by step gaily balancing himself by his sinuous tail but suddenly there was a hustle and a splutter an unexpected shock and an unlooked-for downfall the fence-walking was given up for an indefinite period and christopher walked calmly into the house another time he attacked a cat on the porch roof but this time the outcome was not so satisfactory they tumbled off together then gathering up their bruised bodies each slunk off in the direction which best suited him there was one puss who lived near by whom christopher made a practice of treating very shabbily this cat was a handsome maltese and a pampered darling of the family but unfortunately something of a cripple and not able to climb fences and hoe his own row he had his green grass plot and a little tent made on purpose to shelter him from the sun but he liked the warmth of it and as it slipped away from him he would go to the door and beg to have his tent moved they always knew what was wanted as he would go straight back and settle down again choice viands were given him which usually attracted the ever watchful eye of lammy and then poor malty's share was small our hero could conquer all cats but he was as nothing when a turtle was around harriet had two pet turtles and although lammy was very jealous of them he was finally taught to treat them with cool politeness and the three would many times eat from the same platter but whatever the elder turtle wanted he got even though it be the tenderest bone from between the jaws of poor lammy one night harriet was aroused from her slumbers by such mournful distressed caterwauling that she raised her head from her pillow and listened that sounds like lammy's voice thought she but it surely cannot be as he is always in the house at nights 
but all through the long dark hours he kept it up and at daybreak she looked from her window and saw her dear one sitting lonesome and forlorn upon the roof of a second-story bay window belonging to the house which backed up to them in the rear harriet went out upon the balcony and lammy saw her such wild and mighty cries of delight and petition never greeted her before help me help me i'm cold and hungry take me home how the cat got there was never known it was supposed that for a moment he forgot himself and slipped in from below what enticed him he never told one of his own family the kitchen-maid who was fond of him went for him she called and coaxed him from the third-story window just above his head but harriet stood in her yard below and he had eyes only for her before they thought it he had made the leap from that dizzy height and their hearts stood still down he came but fortunately for him an awning and a grape arbor somewhat eased the fall as it was he landed with a hard cruel thud but he gasped for an instant only then pulled himself together climbed the fence and sank down at harriet's feet there he lay slowly waving his tail and looking up into her face saying as best he could with those glowing golden eyes i did this for you all for you she took the poor bruised and shattered fellow in her arms and carried him to the house she fed and fondled him she soothed the heated swollen feet but all day long he lay completely exhausted and undone and for days there was no place for him but harriet's lap after this the bond between them could be broken in but one way they spent years of happy days together but sickness and suffering came at length to lammy and harriet mourns her lover end of chapter 2